All right, welcome into You've Been Watching. Uh, this is a podcast on movies and music. Uh, I'm Eric Dorsch. That's Brian Morton. Hello. Yeah. And uh, Brian, this this podcast kind of came with the idea that for the last six, seven years, whenever our, you know, our shifts would overlap, you and I would have these long conversations, movies, music, all sorts of different things, and it would go in all different directions. So and then you would get angry and storm out of the room. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> I, and I'm expecting that to happen at the end of every show, let's be honest. But... I'll do my I, best. Yeah, you could do that. You're, 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 you you know how to get me angry. That's completely fair. But we figured, why not put a microphone in this and let's just see what everybody else thinks. Let's annoy other people as well. I, I'm all for it. Uh, so we figured today, let's let's lead this show off with the topic that we've talked about a thousand times before, and that's Batman. Because we've got the new Batman movie coming out here in a couple weeks, uh, March 4th release date. Sorry, Dad, I will be missing your birthday to go see that movie. Uh, we've got the Flash movie coming out in a couple uh, months towards the end of the year that's going to have Batman in it. So we thought, let's talk Batman all things. Okay. I think it's a great idea. So uh, first and foremost, the new Batman coming out, Robert Pattinson to play uh, the main character. You have Paul Dano, expected to be the Riddler. Uh, Colin Farrell is going to play the, uh, the Penguin. And it's Catwoman. A lot of villains in this one I kind of like, but they're also setting up the world. We've both seen the trailer, and I want to know what you have to have to say about it. I'm sort of mixed. I'm sort of mixed. I'm not I'm not a big fan of Catwoman because they're going to do the love story between Batman and Catwoman, which is like, well, we have to have a love story so the girls will come see the movie. It's like, no, just tell me a good story. So I'm not I'm not sold on that. The Riddler, yeah, it could be good. I'm I'm not 100% sold on the serial killer aspect of him and Penguin is always the Penguin. And I'm I'm very hit and miss on Robert Pattinson as Batman. It could be good, it could be terrible. Yeah, see, I I, I told you I am excited. Anything Batman always gets me at least to some point. Oh yeah, me and then too. I have to see the movie, but uh I I'm I'm excited cuz when you look at Paul Dano, he's kind of that quiet Guy, he, he can play the creepy character well. Oh, yeah. So I like him for the Riddler in that regard because the crazy shouldn't be too hard for him to tap. Robert Pattinson, I like as Batman, but I also like it because it really is showing a different Bruce Wayne. It's showing a Bruce Wayne that doesn't really know how to be, air quotes, Bruce Wayne yet. The, yeah. the playboy, fun guy. He's fully committed to Batman, all things Batman. He's not even going to let the other side uh, come into factor for it. And I like it for that. Colin Farrell is the Penguin. Look, if you're going to put that much makeup on a guy to play that kind of character, just find someone else for it. Call I mean, Danny DeVito. Yeah. Let's put him back get, in Get Paul Giamatti in there to play the Penguin or something. We can make this happen. But uh, I agree. I don't like the Catwoman thing for the fact of it's going to be too much a love story. Yes. It's going to be too much, you know. like. And even in the comic books, that always feels forced to me. It's it, like. It really does. Girls aren't reading this. What do we do? Make it a romance. Like, no, no, no. Just tell me a Batman story and stick with your core audience. It's like turning James Bond into a girl. It's like, no, 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 James Bond's a man, and you're going to alienate your core audience. And part of this Batman thing that I'm not sold on either is the new emblem is gun parts. It's mm -hmm. like, no, 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 guns are completely anathema to Batman. He is the opposite of guns. He doesn't use a gun. He won't use a gun because his parents were killed with a gun. So taking that gun, it's the gun that killed his parents. It's like, well, that's what I want to do. The gun that killed my family, I'm going to use that as my symbol. Like, no, yeah. it just seems like, and I know what they're trying to do. This is his first, it's Batman year one, sort of, but it's like, that is sort of counterintuitive to the whole character to me. I know, I, yeah. I completely agree. And again, it's the year one, so it's kind of that Batman just figuring it out, piecing it together. I mean, yeah. the Batmobile 
is a Mustang from what I've seen. It's not like the big tank we're used to so seeing. So we can have a Ford sponsorship. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, I, I, look, I'm excited. It's a different thing. But the thing I'm most excited about for it is... We, we Like the Batman origin story we've seen. Christian Bale, they tried to do yeah, it and set up. But the difference is Christian Bale already looked like he was 35 when he came back to be <laughs> Batman. At least Robert Pattinson, who's probably in his mid-30s at this point, yeah, he young. at least can look like he's 25, you know, and he's gone away for a bit and come back. Whereas, you know, like I said, Christian Bale came back and he already looked like he should be ready to retire <laughs> as Batman before he even put the bat suit on. You're a billionaire. What are you doing? Go sit down. Uh, Enjoy your life. <laughs> the other thing that kind of gets me is, uh, and I've mentioned this before, that in some of these Batman movies throughout the years, going back to even like uh, Val Kilmer and George Clooney, they tried to get a bunch of villains in at the same time. And I, I'm not a big fan of that because I get you're trying to set up the world, but the problem is you, you now have to make sure that everybody gets their due instead of focusing on a main story where it's Batman comes back and has to deal with villain of your choice that doesn't bother me because the penguin has now sort of become the kingpin of the dc universe he's not a villain anymore he's more of the manipulator he hires the villains so him and riddler okay <clears throat> they're not going to work together the riddler is the bad guy the the penguin is probably using him in some way it's the Catwoman thing that still you know really kind of annoys me a little bit it's like i know what we're doing but like, okay, so you could get those two in there without them conflicting too mm -hmm. much. They're not, it's not like uh, in one of the Batmans where it's Riddler and Two-Face. No, no, no. You're two villains. You're working against each other. This seems like silly. This could be more of a, he's the kingpin. He's using these guys and manipulating them, which that works to me better than him just being another villain. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll have to see how it comes out. I'm excited for it. It should be good. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this is a case of, it does well enough that we're going to get Robert Pattinson for a little while. We're yeah. not going to get, yeah. because uh, the next topic being, as I mentioned, The Flash comes out at the end of this year. You're going to get Michael Keaton returning to the role. Ben Affleck is going to, apparently this is his last ride as Batman. He's done after this, so we'll see. But that leads me to my next point of, how do you feel as a comic book guy that we're about to get three Batmans in the same year by three different people? The only good part of it to me is that there are three different eras of Batman. Robert Pattinson is new. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yep. Ben Affleck is the guy who's, after Robin is killed, who's angry and bitter and, and looking to deal some pain out to people. And Michael Keaton will be the old guy who's now retired and isn't Batman anymore and suppose, uh, presumably is called back to being Batman. Now, I don't know how that'll work because he's what? In his, he's got to be in his 70s by now. I think so. Pretty I close. don't think that he'll be standing up to any villains as much as he'll be, you know, calling AARP, maybe. Well, I mean, his stunt double <laughs> stand up to a couple villains. There you but, go. There uh, you go. I, I, no, I agree. And, and, like, when I first heard about this, I was like, wow, Michael Keaton back in the role. Can't wait for that. I've always said Michael Keaton to me is Batman just because you got to think the the first movie he did came out when I was one so yeah. I spent a while with <laughs> with Michael Keaton as Batman uh, before you know the Kilmer and Clooney movies came out uh, and we both said before that we were a little surprised when the announcement came but we liked Affleck as Batman oh, thought I, he did thought he did a great Batman, job man I think so far and that's personally yeah that's I I, I, and I as someone I mean, who's not as an actor but as Batman yeah you know he yeah. he the scene where he fights all the villains in Superman versus Batman is like, that's Batman. Yeah. He's actually hurting people. There's no tie them up and hang them off the roof. It's like, no, no, no. Batman beats people up, 
and sends them to jail. Yeah, <laughs> you know? no, I, I agree. And and as someone who's a Keaton guy, I, I've even said that, yes, Affleck makes a very strong case yeah. as Batman. I really like him. So I'm excited to see those two because in reality, you're getting the best two Batmans in a movie together. Now, yeah. had it happened 10 years ago, we could have gotten Keaton actually <laughs> as Batman. But for me, it's more that weird thing, and we've talked about it, where it's just too much confusion there's three Batmans in one year. There's just like, it's it's a lot to talk about because we've had, since 89, four different Jokers yeah. and five different, or six, I'm sorry, six different Batmans. And that's not even counting probably the best two in uh, Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy who vo- voiced <laughs> the characters. Come on, those are my, be- like, those are my <laughs> my guys of the childhood. But we've had so many different guys where you, you know, you look on the other side and for the last 20 years, it's been the same people playing these characters on the Marvel side. It's just... It's so much to have to kind of keep track of that I don't know how you ever tie it all together to well, make it seem... if you're a hardcore fan, you can do that. Yes. <clears throat> because they tell those stories all the time in alternate worlds and alternate universe, and you sort of understand it. It's the normal people that are going to the movies who aren't going to grasp, well, this is Batman from the past, and this is Batman from the future. It'll be, well, which one is Batman? I don't understand. And you'll end up explaining to your wife 40 times, like, no, no, he's the old Batman. No, no, he's the he's the new Batman. No, no, he's the old Batman. And you'll spend most of your movie experience explaining to somebody who doesn't know who the hell are all these people and why are they all wearing a Batman suit? Where's Adam West? Well, How come there's no nipples on these suits? Uh, I apologize for getting at, for getting Adam West. I grew up I grew up watching that movie as well. But uh, it was a TV show. It was a TV. Okay. They made a movie. Yeah, um, no. Don't you mess with me. I know. Uh, <laughs> See, I told you you'd get me mad. It only took nine <laughs> minutes to do it. Uh, no, but see, for me, it's it's like you said. For the hardcore fans, you can piece it together and you can understand yeah. what they're doing. But for those, for what you're getting, the consumer who wants to go see an action Batman movie, it's that thing of, you, you, like you said, you're going to go to your wife or to your kids or to, to friends. Hey, you want to go see Batman? Which we, one? Well, exactly. We, we, just, <laughs> we just saw that like four months ago. No, no, there's another one with two different guys, and it's this guy and... It's like, it is. It becomes way too much confusion. It's way too much. And it's just, to me, it's very like, let's pick a lane, let's drive in it, yeah. and let's see what we can get out of it. It's the difference between Marvel and DC. Marvel picked their lane. Here's what we're doing. And even though they're doing the multiverse now, it's been long enough that they've established it that you know who the... Mm-hmm. I know Tom Holland is Spider-Man. Yeah. Okay, these other guys were old Spider-Men, so I understand now we're bringing them in. They're doing it a slow enough pace that nor- ordinary people who aren't hardcore comic book people know, oh, okay, oh, okay. DC's like trying to ram it all into one movie. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. All you're going to do is explode this and people are going to go, I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm not going. I'll wait for Aquaman. Well, see, what Marvel has done to me is they've almost made it impossible to replace these guys. It's gotten to that point now where you're so, it's so ingrained in your head that RDJ is is yeah. Iron Man and Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Chris Evans is that one you hear, oh, this guy was almost a character. No, no, that doesn't work. But also they can't go, oh, by the way, RDJ doesn't want to do this anymore. Tom Cruise is going to be Iron Man from here out. It, it, you just lose it because it's so in your head that these guys are that. And I feel like we don't have that on the... We should have it, but we don't have it on the DC no. side. That You almost could say tomorrow, John Hamm's going to be the new Batman in the Justice League. And it's like, okay. I mean, it's par for the course at <laughs> Whatever. this point. Yeah, and it, it's kind of par for the course at this point. that Yeah, it be it becomes DC is in such almost third place of the two place, two yeah. competing things. Like You're not even in second place anymore. You put yourself behind yourself. 
because you don't know what you're doing. And the only people that seem to know what they're doing are the people they steal from Marvel to put <laughs> in, like James Gunn doing Suicide Squad yep. and the this Peacemaker series, which I hear is fantastic. I do too. And and they find people that actually want to do a good show or a good movie and are a fan of the of the material and they, and it turns into something really amazing. Yeah. And then DC goes, That's awesome. But we got Robert Pattinson on. <laughs> like, yeah, but he doesn't fit in with the plan. No, no, no. But it's Robert Pattinson and girls like him. And then we'll put in a romance in there and then girls will come. It's like, okay, I understand you want as big an umbrella as you want for people to get under. But at some point, you're going to alienate the people who, like, I love Batman. But if it turns into nothing but Batman courting Catwoman, and I'm out. And yeah. I won't be back for number two. Thank you. You know. Yeah. No, I hear great things about Peacemaker, too. I also hear Batman doesn't get talked about very well in Peacemaker. Oh, yeah. That I've almost to that. the point that they had to get it approved, and it almost didn't get approved. If you haven't seen it, I haven't seen it. I've only I seen the little either. part of it, and I've read about it, so I won't spoil but for I've anyone. Seen, I've seen a tweet from James Gunn who said, in the finale, they do something so outrageous and so over the top that he said, I cannot believe DC and Warner Brothers approved this and let us film it. Yeah. But and so it's like, all right, now I got to see this damn thing. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to see it anyway. I'm just kind of, I'm waiting for the wife to get ready to, like, because, yeah, you know, you, you know how it is. You got to, if you're going to watch something, you're going to sit home and watch it, you got to make sure the wife is You can is sell at least John okay. Cena. Yeah, he's you can, okay. You can he's absolutely easy on the eyes. But then it gets really violent and then we lose him. Yeah, eh, I don't think my <laughs> wife will have a problem with that. Violence seems to be okay with her. Uh, real quick before I, I, I want to talk about a few other things, but okay. I can't get past. Again, I, I keep selling the point, and eventually someone's going to catch on to it, that Michael Keaton's going to be freaking be Batman again. <laughs> and I'm very excited for this. Uh, what I want to ask you is, as someone who, I'm not trying to date you in any way, but your your age well, is a little older than you me. You said you were how old when Batman came out? I was, I believe it came out in 89, 89. so I would have been one or less than one, depending. Okay. I was working here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I was already working at a full-time job. Yes. You were, you were <laughs> so not, you know. Brian is that much older than me, if you want to If you want to figure that out. Uh, it is 2022. You so, call me the ancient yeah, work. Yeah, the ancient one. <laughs> uh, but you're someone who saw those movies. You, oh, yeah. you, you remember them and all Every that. Every one of them. And I've seen both the Keaton movies thousands of times. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. Jack Nicholson scared the heck out of me mm-hmm. as a child. I couldn't. I'd have to. There's a scene where he comes in and reveals he's the Joker. I always had to close my eyes because it scared me <laughs> so much. Looking back at it now, he really is the Joker. He oh, always yeah. has been the Joker. My generation always leans towards Heath Ledger. I love what Heath Ledger did in those movies, but like you said, Joker doesn't. Yeah, he put doesn't paint his face. On. Yes. So I love what he did, but it, 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 there are the he's an excellent bad guy. He was great. But to as me, the bad he wasn't guy. the Joker. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, Nicholson kind of did both. He had the look right, yeah. and he had the. You believed this is a guy that could have a 10 minute conversation with you, and at and the end of shoot it, you. at the end of it, he's going to shoot you. Yes, yes. absolutely. But uh, we have we have Keaton coming back, and I, I guess as a as a moviegoer, as a fan of this material, what do you want to see out of Michael Keaton as Batman? What what's that thing that if you go see this movie, at the end of it, you're going to walk out and go, I'm that's what I wanted. If he doesn't try to be. Batman, quote unquote. Okay, he's he's I, as the vulture. Mm-hmm. That was perfect. He's an old guy. He and that's what he needs to bring to this. Not try to be Bruce Wayne in '89. Try to be Bruce Wayne in 2022. He's an old guy now. We know. Uh, you know, I know as an old guy, you can't do what you did 20 years ago. So I don't want to see him jumping off of stuff. And you know, I want him to be more of the. Uh, uh, manipulator, the the thought he's using his brain 
over his muscles. And, and that's if he does that, it'll work. And then we can incorporate all three of these timelines together. Mm-hmm. The young Batman, the, the mature, vital Batman, and then this guy who is probably going to look for someone to mentor to be Batman, <clears throat> but who's been Batman, knows how to be Batman, but knows he's probably going to get beat up because he's, you know, using the bat cane at this point. <laughs> I mean, that, but that's kind of what I'm looking for as well. I'm looking for... Yeah, if he it, does that, it'll be fine. He looks... You, you could tell. He looks like a frail man. And I, I think back to the, the Batman Beyond cartoon they did for a couple of years. And there's the scene where he comes in and he looks frail and old. And then he beats up five guys. Because yeah. he can, but as soon as he's done, he realizes, he's oh, wait, exhausted. I'm 70 and I'm going to die if yeah, I do that again. Yeah, he's exhausted. Yeah, and, and that's fine. You can... A little bit of offense is fine, but if he's like, if he takes down six guys, like, well, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah. You know. So I'm looking for a little bit of that where, like, he almost has to prove to everybody, no, I really am Bruce Wayne, I am Batman. Yes. But then right after it, it's like, but I'm not Batman anymore. Yes. And and somebody else will be Batman soon, whether that's Robin or Batwoman, who's, God forbid, you know. And I know there's supposed to be a Batwoman, but uh, let's be honest, somebody likes Batwoman. I don't don't (laughs) care what you say. It's Batwoman. Yeah, and everybody goes, and what else is on? I don't know. I didn't have a problem with Alicia Silverstone, but that's no, just No, that was me. Batgirl. Okay, that's, that's different. Fair. That's fair. Everybody likes Batgirl, even Yvonne Craig. She was hot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the, the and you, as you were laying out your timeline, you kind of almost, you almost did kind of skip the little gap for the next thing I want to bring up, and that is, as we said, we've seen Batman in every interpretation. Mm-hmm. It's just been done and done. But w- what's the Batman that you haven't seen that you want to see? And for me... I want to see the broken years. I want to see, we see George Clooney, and then we get to Ben Affleck. I want to see the middle, where he actually loses Robin, where he's got to, like, figure out what's acceptable now for him and what isn't, where he is yeah, kind that's, of that's the, less, story. the yeah. less moral Batman and more of the, I'm going to do what I have to do to get what I need from you, like branding you to get my information, kind of what we get at the start of Ben Affleck. So I'm almost yeah. looking for, from when George Clooney gave up the mantle to when Ben Affleck took over the mantle, that story we didn't get. When he took the nipples off the suit. We took the nipples off the suit, and <laughs> the, 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 the chin dimple went away, and <laughs> Batman got 50 pounds bigger in muscle. But you know what I mean? I'm looking for, like, if, if you took it from where that ended, where Batman and Robin yeah. are good and they're great, to where Ben Affleck is broken, he's got the he's got yeah, the, you, the suit in the display case with the Joker. I need that Batman. I want that story. Yeah. The the. Pattinson's story is good. Year one is a good story. If you're reading the comic books, that's an excellent story. Mm-hmm. But the story where Robin dies, a death in the family, is as good a story, if not better to me, because that's the whole story arc was the Joker kidnaps Robin, and they had a fan vote at the time. I remember because I voted. You had to call a 900 <laughs> number. And it was Jason Todd was Robin, and he was annoying as hell. Even in a comic book, he was annoying. So it was, should he live or should he die? And the fans voted, he dies. Mm-hmm. And so they blew up Jason Todd. Joker kills him. And then Batman, after that point in the comic books, he spirals into you. Only He'll only work alone. He becomes way more violent. People are getting way more hurt. It was usually beat them up, send them in. But now he's sending them in broken bones and mm-hmm. severe injuries. And that that's right. That's a story I would want to see. Let's see Batman be this angry, angry Batman just ahead of Ben Affleck, where Ben Affleck seems like he's getting a hold of it and he's trying to figure it out. I want to see the guy who's lost it 
regain mm-hmm. it. That's that's an interesting story. To well, me. it's 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 almost like like what Rogue One did to merge right into an, uh, the very first Star Wars, yeah. where it timed out perfectly. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that thing that gets me from this from Batman. To B, to, yeah. yeah, gets me made to be and bridges that gap perfectly. And I, I think, be, by the way, if you're looking for annoying Jason Todd, there's a show on HBO, uh, uh, Titans, which they cast the perfect annoying Jason Todd. I've, I've tried to watch and that, and I, it's like that didn't grab me. I, and see, and that's another one. They have a guy who plays just Bruce because there's no Batman in that. You only see him once and you really don't see him. Apparently there is a rule that DC has that certain characters can only be used in certain places. It's why on Gotham, uh, I can't remember the character's name, who was the Joker. Oh, uh, Cameron Monaghan Was never jo- called yeah. the Joker. No, they. I think the closest they ever got was Mr. J for Because a they would never... they. DC has this weird rule where certain characters can only be used in certain places, which also seems ridiculous to me. Like, Joker's only a movie character. It's like, no, he's a character. Use him where the story says use him. But so it's like just just DC doesn't I, – I think it's almost like a corporate thing where Warner Brothers is running DC and it doesn't matter what the story is. This that You could go and say, this is a great story. Who's in it? Well, we'll have to cast nobodies. No, no, no. We need Robert Pattinson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but the story's going to be better if we have nobodies and we can start just telling the story. No, no, no. I don't care about the story. I need Robert Pattinson. I need uh, commercial tie-ins. I need a love story. We need to bring women in. You know, it's like it's going to be PG thirteen. It's like no, hor- like a horror movie that's PG thirteen. No, no, horror movies need to be rated R. Yeah, PG thirteen doesn't scare me. R rated movies scare me. Well, and and it's almost kind of like. Like what they did in Marvel, like a lot of these guys had success in the, the Holly, in Hollywood, but no one knew who Chris Hemsworth was to that extent until they gave him the hammer and said, "Oh, you're Thor." Right. And now everyone knows who he is. And you know, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. was already well known, yeah. but he had gone through the lull and all. And that is kind of what they're doing at DC. It's like, give me the biggest name we can get, and but you're going to get him for a minute movie or two, and then they're not going to want to do this anymore. No. Whereas if you started from the beginning, I can't. But if you start from the beginning, so I. It, it, yeah, it does seem like a weird rule that certain people can't be shown in certain ways, but it's like, but you don't understand, it, it's Gotham. Batman lives in that world. <laughs> yes. The Joker exists why, why is in only that Bruce world. Wayne here on this show? It's the it's the Teen Titans, it's Robin, he's in a costume, that guy's in, but Bruce Wayne's going to show up and go, hey, I'm not, I'm not allowed to wear the costume because a, a guy in corporate says no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it, it's like, a weird thought. Yeah, it, it, it's very odd. To me, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You you have everybody under the sun in this show, but we're never going to show you the two guys that would probably drive yeah. the the bus the hardest. Yeah, when it's all said, it's like that. Smallville. We're only going to get the Superman suit for four seconds at the end, and mm-hmm. the end of Gotham. Batman's here, and he's gone. Which I learned the other day listening to a show that uh, that final scene of Smallville was written by Tom Welling because he refused to actually give them one minute of Superman. <laughs> yeah, they, they asked him, they said, come on, one minute, end of the show, that's it. He goes, no, I'll run off the building and I'll just rip the shirt open and there you go. And he's like, that's as far as it goes. I won't give you any more than that. And it's like, it's the same thing we we predicted the end of Gotham, that it was going to be Batman from 50 foot feet away. <laughs> with, all you were going to see is him put the cowl on and that was the like, end. I think that's him. 
Yeah. It seems like it's him. He's way over there, though. <laughs> it, it, it's it's a crazy topic, and yeah. believe me, we will definitely be touching on it uh, as we go along. Look, we've got Batman coming out in a month. We've got another Batman coming out in a little while. A third Batman, then there'll be yeah. another Batman after that. There'll be so six much. flashes and two Wonder Womans. Uh, it's it's going to be a big year for superhero movies. There's a lot coming out across the board, and as you can tell, we're both kind of into that, so we'll probably be discussing it. But speaking of superheroes, we're going to do this little topic at the end of every show. I think it's going to be fun. I'm probably going to fail miserably at it because <laughs> uh, if you don't know, Brian's a pretty big comic guy. He understands it. I dare to say comic nerd, but I won't say somebody, it. Somebody asked me the other day, uh, somebody here at work said, you, so you're kind of a nerd. And I said, no, I am their king. There you go. Well, that's because I say I would dare to say nerd, but you don't understand. Brian's bigger than me, and I'm trapped in the corner of this room right now. So I'm not going to say I'm going to say he's the much king. Worse than nerd. He's the comic king. So in doing so, we have a little thing where it's gonna it, it'll change. But for this one, it's two DC, one Marvel, and you have to tell me which of these characters is the Marvel character. Okay. Now, like I said, I'm going to fail miserably here because Brian knows. I had to look for guys I didn't even know, but I'm sure Brian does know. I spent a lot of time in my youth reading comic books and being yelled at by my father for not going outside. Yeah, that's fine. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I know this stuff. Uh, So I'll give you the three names. Okay. And then you can tell me which is the of them. So we have Heatwave, Genesis, Mm -hmm. and Mr. Miracle. Okay, Mr. Miracle, I collected those comic books. All right. He's so, in DC Universe, okay. for sure. Uh, Heat Wave is a Flash villain. Okay. So it would be uh, Genesis. Genesis. Is, I think he's an X-Man. Uh, Genesis is. He is the <laughs> he's, uh, yeah. the foe of Cable and Wolverine, believed to be Cable's actual son. Ah. So, See, I'm not a big X-Men reader. That's what I was banking on, so, that maybe like I'd lose you in that. But, but I collected Mr. Miracle comic yeah. books. I Mr. love Miracle. Mr. Miracle. He was a... Escape artist. He yeah. was part of the new gods. Jack Kirby created for DC. Marvel fired Jack Kirby, and DC hired him. So he immediately began creating stuff. So he had the Eternals at Marvel, and Marvel then fired him. And he went, "Okay, so I'll go to DC and I'll create the new gods." That's where Darkseid is part of the new gods storyline. Mister Miracle was a new god who left Earth, or left left uh, not Apocalypse. There's another planet he lives on. Uh, and he moved to Earth and became a uh, escape artist. Okay. And he could do all these things because he wasn't escaping. He's a superhero. And, you know, so I I'll love give, Mr. Miracle. I'll give you bonus points if you can tell me what Mr. Miracle's real name is. Oh, God. It's because good. just to tell you, uh, it, the very, this is a little bio in here, but the very yeah. first thing it says is raised on apocalypse. Uh, okay. Yes, he was because. Um, Granny Goodness, I think yeah. is her name, was always hunting him in the comic books. Yeah, raised on Apocalypse, experiencing near, I skipped the name because while you think about it, mm-hmm. experienced near constant pain and suffering throughout his early life. However, despite the brutality and violence inflicted upon him, he will never be broke and never give up hope. Yeah. He dreamed of escape, but to escape the unescapable, he would need a miracle. So he became Mr. Mr. Miracle. miracle. Want to take? Want to venture it, a guess? I, I know it's Scott something. It is Scott. But I can't think of the last name. It's, it's been so long. It's since when I you don't have them. to pay for something. Scott free. Scott free. And Scott free. of course it is because he escaped and he's now free. He escaped the unescaped. You got to think like Jack Kirby. Make it plain <laughs> and simple and silly. <laughs> <laughs> that is it is remarkable how those little things go over your head until you actually think. And Heatwave was sort of the antithesis of Captain Cold. Okay. For the Flash. Because I, I I also collected the Flash and all yeah. of his rogues gallery was 
very interesting because they all were Captain Cold and Heat Wave. And... Now, see, I knew who Heat Wave was, so I knew that one. Yeah. Maybe somehow it would just kind of get tied up in there, but let's well, be I honest. I think there's a Heat Wave in Marvel, too. There might be. I think there was an X-Men. Because there's eight zillion X-Men oh, a, in the Marvel there's a universe. There's billion X-Men, yeah. But, so that that's the little challenge. One <laughs> of these weeks I will find a way to stump them. It may take me finding someone who was in one comic 30 years ago, but you probably read that comic. I'm, so. I'm reading comics. All, I still yeah. read comics today. <laughs> so, I was reading one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be a lot tougher than I thought. Maybe we'll come up with a better idea. Maybe program <laughs> maybe program director Mar- uh, Mike Wheeler can come this up with a better a idea. sports question. <laughs> uh, I, I don't want to, but see, that's my fear, is the one time I'm going to have the stumping sports question. Brian's going to know that because he happened to be here that day when that happened, and it's just, it's Here's in Steve there. Steve Courtney say it this morning. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> this isn't going to work. I'm going to figure something out. Uh, so that's, that's going to do it for us here on You've Been Watching. For Brian Morton, I'm Eric Dorsch. Thank you.